All right. So, you know, one of the things that uh, as we think about this game, you know, Scott's the Scott's normally the the guy that comes up with all the trivia. But I found something very interesting, Will. Mm -hmm. So do you know how many times South Carolina has beaten Georgia in uh, in this series? I refuse to believe it's ever happened, so I'm going to say zero. Well, it did happen once because I was there <laughs> yes. in, in, seven, uh, in 19, whatever year it was, 19. Um, I remember. South Carolina has won 19 times in this series out of about 70, what, 75 mm-hmm. times. How many of those did C. Spurrier win? Half. He won a third of them. Wow. C. Spurrier is five and six against Georgia at South Carolina. And they are? They <laughs> are not in that place now. What's up, everybody? This is episode 277 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. My name is Scott Duvall, and I am with my two co-hosts, Tony Waller and Will Each. And we're going to talk about the Georgia-South Carolina game that kicks off Saturday evening at 7.30 back in Sanford Stadium. So without any further delay, here's Will to get it started. Awesome. Uh, I don't think we can notice anything different, but like I feel like we're doing like that live episode of ER right I'm, now. I'm wearing, I'm wearing glasses. That's what's different. I'm wearing glasses. But, uh, yeah. If you know it's a little bit different, uh, that we were, we're de- uh, uh, Scott's DIYing the, in- the intro a little bit, and I kind of liked it actually. I kind of I, I felt like we were working without a net. Let's do it live. Let's, let's, do, let's do it crazy. Live. Let's do it live. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, hello. I, I hope you uh, you might notice. Uh, There's an echo in here. There's Guys. an echo here. We're back in the studio We're for the first time in 18 months. In so the awesome. studio. So I've been walking in here for the first time since then. We're at the desk with all the tickets. Mm-hmm. And with that, with, and the schedule, I can't see the schedule on the uh, written on the window. That's one of the things I've grown <laughs> to love uh, down here. But uh, I do vividly remember being in the corner by that door, finishing a podcast because it was the season was over. That's right. I but remember we finished that. a podcast and we were walking out, and and Scott, I believe, said something like, "So, what do you guys think about like this coronavirus thing? Is something that we should like keep an eye on?" Mm-hmm. And I think, with the authority of which I became increasingly certain of myself as the podcast went along, said, oh, "I'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine." Yeah. And uh, I know which one it was. It was in February of 2020. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was when Scott. Cochran came over and we talked about Scott oh, Cochran. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that was it. Sense. That was the one. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was 18 months ago. And now we're back. Yeah. Now we're back, back. I mean, the gimp has been in here since. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, but he also writes really good things for the athletics. So yeah, yeah. Sure. it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. That's a, why, well, I'm not, I'm not why I'm joining the athletics. Why I'm joining the, the athletics. What? But but we are not here because of majority um, rule. Uh, we are here just because it's been raining, yeah. and uh, the three of us decided that we love being outside, and we'll be back outside. But we like being outside when it's decent weather and the crickets aren't being invaded by pouring raindrops. And yes. it's been raining today, and um, and so I'll dovetail <laughs> off that with a poll that we ran today on Waiting Since Last Saturday uh, Twitter account because we had heard uh, at tailgates and amongst other areas that. Some people really didn't care for the outside noise. In fact, one uh, one listener described it as it sounded like we were broadcasting out of a swamp, which, <laughs> hey, it, I, he's not wrong uh, at times. but um, It can feel swampy. It, it, yeah. It, yeah a couple, There's a couple 100% of, fewer deer inside here. I, mean, no, I don't know if it's common for podcasts to where uh, the wife of one of the podcasters says, you boys must be so hot. Here's some ice cold beers. <laughs> like that's not generally something right. that happens with podcasts. Right. So we we ran a poll because I was interested. I mean, it happened on all the podcasts. I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not against it. 
It said, um, basically, do you prefer nature sounds or do you want us to have four walls around us? And 87 votes took place. And with a resounding 74% outside, one out. Okay. So we so will be back outside when the, the weather permits. But is, is it possible they just like the nature sounds? I think and the so people perhaps come. we can. No, yeah, I, I, yeah. I would prefer us not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me. I don't even actually know what setup is making. Just, um, yeah, it didn't sound <laughs> sounded yeah, nature ish. I'm yeah. guessing you've never called a turkey before. I, I think it was. I think it was more like in like <laughs> 30s movies when they run into the natives. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably what it sounded. Of course, like he's, of course he's called a turkey. <laughs> Mabel, four eight six four four. I'm with the turkey. But um, but yeah, so we are inside. I have to say, I also prefer the outside shows. But I, it is nice to be back in here. Yeah, it is nice. To Feels be like old home day. Yeah, it really does. Um, hey, speaking of speaking of guys that have had uh, difficult days, I don't know if you saw this. It's not really in our news, but it doesn't matter. It's something that amused me this week. You saw the press conference with uh, Jordan Battle for Alabama? No. Um, yeah, so, so somebody – this is why – by the way, this is why Nick Saban doesn't let players talk to the media. Um, best called foreshadowing, friends. <laughs> so he um, – they asked him, what are some of your favorite Coach Saban sayings? And he laughed and thought for a second and said, I don't don't know. Well, there's this one thing he says. And then he said things about touching. I I guess I I can't really say it, but uh, he's touching the touching the something and and then sucking something and using using the colloquialism, Mm -hmm. not not a bad colloquialism, just the the letter. And uh, my favorite part was, you know, the player's not in trouble. He's a five star. He's a starting linebacker. Who was in trouble was the sports information guy sure. who was in the back going, no! He <laughs> only like three times you could hear him muffled, no! Because <laughs> that guy was thinking, oh God. That's my job. I'm going to have to go to Faulkner University now. Yeah. So... There well, is. No, I'm. I'm friends with Kent Brown, the sports information director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his take on that? And I was emailing with him, and, he, and it's just. I mean, like, it's just really. It's just become one of those. The way that you're in any sort of field, and like, like I know a lot of sports writers have stories. My my friend David Hershey worked as a sports writer for the New York Daily News for a long time, and he has this famous story of uh, interviewing Reggie Jackson, and he said he, he said he would. Uh, 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 Jackson said, I'd like to play an instrument one day and David said well what would you want to play he's like probably the tuba here check it out he turned around and farted in his face oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, and, was notoriously yeah. good yeah, yeah. it was the 70s there was a lot of cocaine going on back then <laughs> and, uh, but more to the point because I guess it makes you gassy in the 70s I don't know what they were using <laughs> Um, I don't know. Anyway, the point is, is uh, like every every industry has a moment where you just like your soul dies and everyone shares it in the industry. Like that story is infamous for the reminder of how little athletes give a crap about reporters. Uh, Sports information directors will share that clip around with each other forever Mm -hmm. of uh, of what. But it's funny because the thing I kind of loved is the look that he had when he said, not the sports information director, but the player. He had the look of, I think Brian (laughs) Floyd made this joke on Twitter. He had the look of like, Wow, you know what? I never have to do about warrior doing a media availability he, ever again. He I'm done. He looked like a kid who was uh, performing for his grandparents, and he knew both simultaneously he was going to get a laugh and be in trouble. Right. That's exactly the look on his face. Yeah. Right? People are going to enjoy the crap out of this, but also I'm going to be in trouble for it, and I don't care. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Had a, uh, definitely a Bart Simpson. Yes, okay. impish, um, impish, and mischievous. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So. yes. Which is hilarious coming from a six four dude that runs a four two. <laughs> yeah. So it's like physically inferior to superior to every single person yeah. I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not DJK Metcalf next to yeah. Rodrigo, but... <laughs> that, was oh, that was great. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I guess that's the way we're going to rack around to Georgia. This is a Georgia podcast now. This is a Georgia it's podcast. It's not a Nature Sounds podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So South Carolina, Georgia, guys. So for the record, Scott, we didn't get to talk to you about UAB. I, you know, I have to, before we get to South Carolina, I, I, and this is actually a good transition to South Carolina. I am of the belief. I feel a little bad. I feel a little bad for my friend to, that I, I use the anecdote on the on the post game podcast and my friend that's like, I guess I just snooze through the rest of the season, and like that's that was probably an unfair representation of the. Uh, well, you didn't go boop out by name. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dad. Um, but. Uh, it's probably a semi, but I do think it is something to maybe keep our guards up a little bit because I gotta say, like Georgia is really, really good, and like, and I think, and I, and I think that like that that is something that I I hope that can be appreciated as this season. I don't think it's really sunk in, particularly if you think that UAB is Charleston Southern, right? For a lot, which a lot of people feel that way. Like, if you're not paying a lot of close attention, you don't know that UAB won the USA. They won it like team. three years in a row. Yeah, and then like, you just hear UAB and you think, oh, that's... That's cute. Yeah, like yeah. it's... And that is a really good team that may well end up in the top 25 at the end of the mm. season. And Georgia made it look like they did not belong on the same field or even playing in the same... Uh, in, in the same level as them. And I think it is, I know Stetson Bennett was part of it, but like watching that game pretty early on, I really had to like, Jesus, like Georgia, this is like, I think this is the best Georgia team I've seen. So oh, I agree. It doesn't mean they're going to win every game. It doesn't mean that like nothing's going to go wrong or like, aha, it's time to, to all uh, <laughs> unbuckle and show how big uh, uh, everybody's manhood is because our team's so awesome and screw off. Uh, I, you don't want to get cocky, so to speak, about it. But you certainly, I just think it's undeniable that like the talent, this team is really, really good. It doesn't mean it's going to win a championship. doesn't mean it was going to work out. But to me, that I was almost a little stunned by how good they looked against UAB. A perfect, uh, a perfect illustration of this is I took a peek at Bill Conley's SP Plus numbers. Um, any guesses where UAB is ranked uh, this week in, in SP after Plus? That game. After that game, where they're ranked. Are they in the top 25? Nope. 35th? Nope. They're much further down. They were in the they were in the uh, top four thirty three. The upper fifties. Right, right. Uh, they are now in the lower seventies. Wow. <laughs> Guess who's two spots behind them? University of South Carolina. <laughs> wow. Ah, that's, so, a good, that's a good little. So, uh, so, so the that should have been your cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, but it's not. And um, so, I mean, here's the thing. I, I I I like you, Will. It was clear from the first five minutes of the game that. This is probably, and I think I mentioned this Sunday, is yeah. probably, I think this is the best Georgia football team I've seen. It's the best of the smart era. It, it, it's, 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 I think it's the best football team, Georgia football team I've seen in the 20 years since I moved back wow. from D.C. That's a big statement. So you're counting, you're counting the 02 team, the 05 team, the 07 yeah. team, uh, the 12 team, right? And I, because I was not, I mean, I was a fan, but I was in, you know, in middle school or junior high yeah. because I'm old. Uh, in high school in the early 80s, I can't say it was better than those teams, mm-hmm. but they sure looked the part, yeah. right? And I think that's the part about it that is most exciting to me. Look, I, is there a world where Georgia goes out and fiddle farts around and beats South Carolina 24 to 17? Absolutely. And they, there'll, there'll be a sweat game. I'm yeah. Saying, yeah. Florida's good. Florida. Auburn. Auburn's going to say Arkansas, Arkansas yeah. might be yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Like right? those games. But there is not... I, I was sitting here. I was evaluating how I felt about the South Carolina game uh, two years ago, 
And if I were being totally honest with myself, um, and please don't go back and listen to the podcast because I'll probably predict I'll swim by 30. But um, I, I was being totally honest with myself. I remember thinking that season, man, we just some, there's just something missing, right? We're not quite there. It's going to come together because the two prior teams were so good and you know the, there wasn't that kind of drop-off. Um, I Evaluating the defensive side of the ball, first off, we had – we had one transcendent player and, and three or four really, really good – five really good players on what, that 19? team and 17. Oh, seven. And then 18. We have potentially four first-round draft picks on the defense. We're Alabama-level good on defense right now. And that is before our defensive backfield gets all together, right? Yeah. We still have not played the defensive backfield we want to play. And, and yet we've had two pick sixes two with, games in our <laughs> – And have not given up a, an offensive touchdown. Uh, offensively – we played with what appears to be an injured starting quarterback in the first game against the number two team in the nation, uh, who has a very good defense, right? Uh, and then we played our second, third, fourth, I don't care what string, quarterback in the next game. Uh, he only had five touchdown passes. <laughs> yeah, so, in the first half. In the first half, right? You think, and, do you think there was a, a strategic uh, reasoning of not to let him try to get a six because that's the, that would have broken the record in the second half, or was it just how it played out? I, I, think, I think it played out. I think it's game flow. Um, if, we, if he had thrown in for another one in the first half, I think we would have, right? But I think it was game flow. I, I, at that point, He's, I think— Kirby's not over there thinking like, hey, you know. Well, no, he, no, he wanted to get reps for Carson. I, mm-hmm. That's what I honestly what You I also think. don't want to disrespect Grayson Lambert, by the way, the Grayson Lambert game. Like, that is— that, I guess that's probably it right. It did cross my mind when it flashed up he was five for five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but, you know, he, I mean, if you look at the list of people, he's up there with people like Joe Cox and Corey Phil. No, wait a minute. Yeah. What? Um, he's up there with Joe Cox and, uh, you know, several, you know, Aaron Murray a couple of times and, and, and David Green. I, I think probably what we saw was he wanted to, he didn't, I mean, like, if you were to ask Kirby, privately ask Kirby, he didn't want to, he didn't want to embarrass UAB. It's just, I mean, but we were scoring touchdowns for the second string, and we were keeping them from scoring for the second and third string defense end, which gets to a point I was thinking about. Ordinarily, we've seen the third string come in, even under Kirby, back up a junk touchdown. And I say junk, it's not junk to the other team, but it's a junk touchdown. Fourth quarter, third string's in. They didn't. They, they, they locked him down. Did you notice Chaz Chambliss was out there, the five-star out of Carrollton? And the third stringer. Dude. I mean, this team is something else. That's serious, and, and and I think this is, and I we we'll get in South Carolina after this, but like I, this is why I wanted to bring up that that comment uh, from the podcast last time about the idea of of, of uh, snoozing it, because while um, I can theoretically, I can say we need to appreciate how great this team is and not get complacent and not just feel like oh boy we blew away another team. <clears throat> the fact is, if you're a sports fan, it is. Like, one of the reasons the 17 was so fun is we had remembered disappointment so recently. But there was the revenge tour. That was the thing we talked about all year. That season was so fun because, A, you didn't expect it. And, B, they had recently been very – like, they were in the what? That the one, Liberty Bowl. Yeah, that bowl that I was trying to get everybody excited about, <laughs> yeah. like, right beforehand. And, and, and they were 6-6, six and six, like, three years before that, you know. So I think that this, this is – what happens when you're trying to win a national championship, and that's the goal, and no matter what happens, you either do or you don't, uh, inevitably the stakes are just going to feel a little lower against the South Carolina. South Carolina, maybe not being the best example uh, in this, but the stakes are going to feel lower against a non-ranked SEC team uh, when your goal is to win a national championship or bust. 
And whereas that year, it felt like everything they did felt like an improvement. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a step forward as opposed to now where it feels like, yeah, you damn well better be doing this. But I do think it is important to kind of appreciate like this is this is I mean, again I've been since thirteen. This is pretty obviously the best team. It does, now, do I wish they had Nick Chubb? <laughs> do I wish they had you know? Do I wish they had Justin Fields running this offense or, or George Pickens? Yeah, and like, yeah. Way, Justin Fields can't transfer from Clem- uh, Chicago. Yeah, just yeah. I'm just saying he's stuck there. <laughs> he can't ask for a trade. Yeah. He is he is playing. He's a Rosen rookie contract. He can't. <laughs> I mean that is the, but that is the one thing that I think that is stopping. I think people in a national sense from feeling like this is transcendent is there's not a Tua as a quarterback. There's not like even when Daniels comes back, there's not a Tua, there's not a Bryce Young, there's not like that transcendent mm-hmm. crazy athlete. Like a Justin Fields yeah. as it kind of turned out. And I and I feel like that's what's holding people back a little bit. But man, I mean you, there's just so much like this is this was the goal was to build this. And just because they have not won a national championship yet and may not win, win one this year, it is undeniable that they are fully operational right now. Yeah, and I think it was uh, – you're talking about national media for a second. Uh, I'll try not to go on too much of a rant. Um, it was pretty clear who had not at the minimum looked at stats, who had only looked and saw that stats and been and started over fill in the blank. Um, Based on people's reaction on Sunday morning about sets and business starting, right? I look, I love Alex Kirshner. I, I love splits on duo, but his first reaction is, are we still doing this, starting the Wiley veteran over the upstart, blah, blah, blah? I, I'm sorry. He, he, he was five for five with four touchdown passes uh, before he threw an incompletion. The Carson Beck was four for ten. And, and again, Carson Beck is not Justin Fields. He's not Justin Fields. He's not Jacob Eason. He's He's not not Jake Fromm. He's not. He's He's not. He's a a good quarterback. He's a good college quarterback. Vandegrift is that guy. Vandegrift is that guy. He's just not there. Right. Right. So that's that's the first thing I want to say about that. And the second thing I want to say is that I also read a couple of texts that might not matter who the quarterback is because Jeff Munkin's offense is fully operational, which is probably a decent segue into South Carolina guys. They're not ready. <laughs> South Carolina's not ready. They, they had to score late to beat East Carolina on the road. Um, I, I, that doesn't mean they can't score 20 points against Georgia. I don't think they will. But when when you have um, – let's see, he threw one, two – Stetson Bennett threw one, two, three. He threw five touchdowns on four different plays, four different looks, four different sets, um, four different – Receivers, receivers, right? I mean, Bowers had two, but Bowers had two of them. But there yeah. were two. One was a one was a standard tight end pass. One was a wheel route. Um, if you're if you're South Carolina, who is who's their defensive coordinator? It's not it's not Will Muschamp now. Um, who's their defensive coordinator? It's not the head coach for Georgia State either. No, it's not. It's not because uh, <laughs> he's the head coach. Chad for Lunsford, State. yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not Chad Lunsford either. That's it's not, he's a George. You could throw out a name, and I'd probably agree with you. Yeah, Buck, uh, Buck Levins. Okay, uh, he is <laughs> Buck Levins. My friends is judging Georgia, but uh, the, um, the whoever the defense coordinator is, I'm sure people are yelling at their but podcast that's machines that's right fine. now. Um, you, you you don't have. If, if Clemson didn't have the horses to keep Georgia from doing whatever it is they wanted to do, and they did for the most part, right? Um, I don't, I don't know where South Carolina. I mean, this is a Jimmy and Joe's game. It should have been a nineteen, but it wasn't. But we had a different offensive coordinator who really got. I, I don't know whether he got bullheaded or Kirby got bullheaded. But I think the game this week 
also demonstrated that Kirby's like, all right, Monken, go do some of that offense yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. right? I'll stay out of it. And that that makes me as happy as the fact that we're just – in two games, we have played extraordinarily good football and look like a team that has the looks of a team that can do – that can play really late in the season. Listen, famous last words. So, Brad, right. please edit this out of the podcast. I'm not editing to. this one. I mean, eventually. I mean, after the game's <laughs> over. Right. I'll go back. Uh, it's hard – to fathom a situation where a South Carolina game like what happened in 2019 happens right now. And not to say that, like, there aren't still blind spots or there aren't still things that need to be improvement, but, like, I just... Like, that was a surprise. But it's not like that game... Like, it's like, wow, Georgia's not really playing very well. They're not really doing that great, and South Carolina's just kind of hanging in. But, like, it's not like that was completely... That team was so dominant. Like, did that team have a dominant game like this, like they had against UAB? Did they, they obviously didn't have a win as big as they... as uh, uh, Winning at home against Notre Dame is not as big as beating Clemson on the neutral field. No, and, I, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that yeah. up because I was thinking about that. Uh, you know, they, they blanked Austin P. Okay, Austin P. is not UAB. Uh, they, also, there was a running clock in the fourth quarter because there was a no, I'm sorry. I got the wrong year. They uh, they beat Vanderbilt. And Murray, they have a 17 in Murray State. Uh, Arkansas State. This game we were worried about because they they came in kind of high. And then they they shut them out. Right. They shut them out. Uh, and then Georgia played Notre Dame in in the game that, that, that game. some people think were it was too amped up. It was, it was up just too much. enough. It was too much. And then we won the road. I'm and beat still Tennessee a lot. Recovering. And then came came home and lost to South Carolina. So no, there was not. Yeah. First off, there wasn't. I guess the Notre Dame game is a decent analog to the Clemson game. Yeah, they almost lost that game. By the way, like let's not yeah. forget how close they Notre came. Was, yeah, they were. They were throwing. driving. Yeah. yeah, the Notre Dame game, both in game flow and how it ended, was closer than the Georgia Clemson game. Yeah. And Georgia closed the Clemson game out in a way that they did not. Yeah, they did not running around trying to hit his tight end at the end of the Georgia game. That game was so much, like, think about, I mean, again, I know the game was too much, but, like, imagine if they'd have lost that game. I know. It so could have happened. It could have. So I think it gets lost a little bit. Yeah, Cole could not be covered that game. Yeah. So the point is, is that, like, it's that situation. A, I don't think this South Carolina, let's say the South Carolina team was not great. I don't think this team was particularly, I mean, they're just starting out. But also, this is—it's a different situation. This is the Death Star operational. Like this is what they've been trying to build. He's got you stack class after stack class after stack class, and then you get a five-star third-string guy who comes in and wrecks stuff. Like that's that that this is the difference between two years of recruiting uh, is what the team you have now. They're yeah. awesome. <laughs> they're just, they're just, and they have a grad assistant. I mean, yeah. we've covered that, but yeah. I mean, shout out to Oconee County High School yeah. and Coach yeah. Nolan, but. It's still a guy who has a six-year of eligibility because of the yeah. COVID year, and he was coming in and but he wasn't planning on playing. So was he, not yeah, planning on right. playing, and then they opened up the quarterback com- competition, and uh, Luke Doty was injured. Yeah. He's back this week. He's been fully yeah. cleared, so we'll see if Zeb Nolan starts or if Luke Doty starts. I think that both of them are going to play, according to what I've read. But yeah, I mean, but then again, if you think back to 2019, um, I forget who the 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 brother that got injured in that game, the brother that transferred from Washington State, Helinski. Oh, yeah, he, Ryan Helinski. He, he got injured, and then they put the third yeah. string in, and then they yeah. beat Georgia, Helinski's and that was kind of a joke. Northwestern now, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's played more places than Zemnolan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's. I think there's an interesting thing. By the way, drink. Uh, Seth Emerson wrote a great article today about the the Max Johnson, who is a starting quarterback for LSU, and Zeb Nolan connection, uh, and them both playing football at Oconee County do High they, School. Do, do South Carolina and LSU play this year? No, that would have been amazing. But I, I, I think. I think Luke Doty probably like I don't know if Zeb starts this game or not. If he does, if if Doty starts, I mean he's going to have to play really badly for Zeb to come in. Come in, and frankly, Zeb's going to have to play really well for Doty not to come in, right? I mean he's Doty's heir apparent to that position, regardless of whether or not he is healthy or not this game. Hey, Zeb came in and got him two wins, man. He came, came in and got him two wins, including <laughs> including a, a game on the road against a very. A very East Carolina team. Yes. They are very East. <laughs> Superbly <laughs> East. It's not even state, east. but they are far East in the Carolinas. <laughs> like um, It was a very East performance. It was. It was. the. They're very piratey. Um, so, I mean, I think the thing we want to look for in this game, um, I, I, you know, it, it's interesting. A, a friend of mine, Corey Stern, sent a, a tweet to me today about um, – uh, Kirby's approach on injuries, uh, you know, it basically is like, um, uh, coach, I, I saw out there both his hands got broke. He said, well, he's day to day. It's like literally his hands got broke off. Yeah, he's, he's day to day. Um, I, I don't, I, I think we put a little too much stock into, and it's not unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, we can debate the, we can debate the, 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 the depth and the character of, the quarterback, whatever that, that surrounds Kirby, um, but he, you know, there's a. I think there's a lot more to be made out of. Um, put it this way: if this were SEC championship, I'd be far more worried about is it is it or maybe Florida even mm-hmm. uh, whether or Arkansas in two weeks yeah. whether it is Kirby. I'm sorry, JT starting or Stetson starting or Carson starting. Yeah. Right? I, I, I'd like to get that resolved by Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, by all indications, it's yeah. uh, this is an injury that JT had before. Yeah. He started in Clemson because. Frankly, he's the better quarterback, yeah. right? And look, if we were playing, let's say that we had started with UAB and then played Clemson, I think JT probably starts against Clemson last week, yeah. uh, based on based yeah. on yeah. everything I'm hearing, yeah. and I, yeah. I don't have any inside information. It it's sense. just like, yeah, you, yeah, it's like that it doesn't make Stetson a bad quarterback. It just yeah. means JT's the better quarterback. Yeah. Um, but it's something to keep an eye on, man. Because like, listen, this is not the first time Daniels ever has ever had an injury issue. No, he's, he's, he's like he's, it's becoming. I mean, he's not a crystal chandelier. Yeah, it's but, becoming a thing, and yeah. so you know and. And maybe that's why everyone was so excited about Georgia this year. They've got a quarterback that runs the thing. I loved watching Stetson last week. I did not love watching him as the season went along last year. Uh, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to get Daniels back in there and healthy. And if 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 you want to wait on Daniels this week, I do not have an issue with that at all. No. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like South Carolina is playing some. Fairly green guys across the back end. I mean, one of their starting quarterbacks is a soft, a cornerback is a sophomore. His backup is a sophomore. Um, you know, they're they're stronger across the middle of the back with the strong with their safeties with um, Jalen Dickerson, uh, R.J. Roderick, and Jalen Foster. And then you, you got Darius Rush and Cam Smith are the other cornerbacks. So your your four starting quarterbacks are juniors and sophomores. Um, and Kinlaw's not on this team, is he? Yeah, I don't know. No, <laughs> he's, with the, he's with the 49ers. Yeah, I think. He, he graduated. It's hard to say, but I mean, he was he, he was absolutely. He my, wrecked shop in 2019. No, he but he was also my favorite Luke Holtz recruit. So <laughs> I was glad that guy graduated finally. Uh, but you know, the, uh, their defense. Look, it's, there's 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 no way to say this 
delicately, their defense is not as good as UAB's. That doesn't mean Georgia's scoring 56 points, but their defense is not as good as UAB's. Wow. Um, and that, that alone makes me feel okay that if for some stupid reason we get in a shootout. This is not the 2019 South Carolina team, right? In 2019, South Carolina wasn't great, but they were – there was, I mean, they, they reflected well. Muschamps, uh, you know, they, right? they played like Georgia played. Then. They played like Georgia played. That, they, <laughs> that's right. They reflected Georgia, <laughs> right. and frankly, Muschamp had a great game plan. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't think it's worth overlooking the value that Will Muschamp brings on the sideline. We talked about it a little bit before the Clemson game. I like having a former head coach in the SEC who's run two programs in the ground in the SEC that Kirby <laughs> listens to. Um, job well done. Job well done, Coach Boone. If only uh, he could have made it to a few more. If he could before. have made a few more. Years. <laughs> by, by the way, I don't know if you saw the rumor. Ryan Day apparently called Will Muschamp this week. I don't, I'm not saying he did, but that would be amazing. Although, I don't know that I want to see him as defensive coordinator somewhere. But he's going to be. But um, I, I just – when you look at the the matchups on on paper, the game's not played on paper. Um, it's hard to see a place where you know, maybe place kicker where South Carolina is uh, you know objectively better. But the reality is, it's like it would be an upset of monumental proportions for Shane Beamer in his first year, a coach that hasn't even been a, a full unit coordinator yet. Um, to come in and beat the number two team in the nation with what we've seen out of the number two team in the nation the two past two years. I mean, it would it would rank up there. It, I mean, it would literally be like if 2019 Arkansas – no, that's, that's not charitable enough. 2019 Mississippi State had beaten LSU that year. Right, and, oh, and, yeah. and they gave they gave them a, a tough enough game. Right, that was that was probably the game that LSU struggled the most with, if I right, recall. Right, right. But it's not. It's I mean, they LSU still won by twenty one points, and that's the way I feel about this game. Look, I, I mean, a seven o'clock kickoff, I'm I'm fine with. I'm we're going to be out there unless it rains, and even rains, we'll probably out there getting wet, uh, which put everything away. But um, it's um it's hard to look at this game and even squint sideways and see a place where I can be remotely worried about this game other than in the darkest recesses of my heart. Yeah, I mean, I'm not getting any 19 flashbacks nope. from this game. And, and and again, we talked about this like that the vibe for that game was weird. It was a weird vibe. Everything it was felt that like new a kickoff. The, the tailgate we commented on how it weird. sleepy it was. It was just a weird game, and the team reflected it. This is going to be a night game. It's the first night game at Sanford. And yeah, I think I think this great. week's going to be more crowded than last week. Last week, I agree. last week, I think I said on Sunday it was a sellout, but it wasn't a capacity crowd. I think there are going to be far more people at this game. First off, it's an SEC opener. Second off, it's night a night game. game. You get the red uh, lights. Yeah, you get the red, which makes it easier. Right, and people don't care that UAB is probably better than South Carolina. Well, they don't know. Yeah, exactly. right. They, exactly. All they know is yeah. they do now. They, yeah. They, yeah, well, because yeah, they're listening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're directional Alabama, which is that's not even that's that's even worse than directional Carolina. Um, so I, I just it. Actually, that's not directional. There's no east or west or north. Birmingham. Oh, it's a vibe. Birmingham's a vibe. Um, <laughs> I, I learned that from the kids. The, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, look, it's, 
is there, and, and we'll get to our predictions in a minute, but is there a place where Georgia gives up their first offensive touchdown? Sure. Is there a place where they give up more than one touchdown? Sure. Is there a place where they give up enough touchdowns that matters? I just yeah. Is there a place it. where they're trailing at halftime? Georgia? No. I, just, I just don't no. think so. Okay. I, I mean, I so. uh, is it close at halftime? Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, sure. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Honest. No. And, and look, look, first off, Kirby... Kirby remembers 19. Yeah, Se- yeah. Second off, one of his closest friends on the staff got fired nine months ago. Yeah. So he, I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going to embarrass because he likes Shane Beamer. I don't think he's going to embarrass. Well, Shane Beamer used to be on the George. On right. Kirby's no, staff. he, he yeah. likes Shane Beamer. Right. But if they score 56 points, because yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, 19, we was, 19 was bad. Like, if they'd have won that game. If they would have won they, that game at 19, the they would have made the playoffs. Probably. Like, playoffs. that was an extremely yeah. costly loss yeah. Yeah. and should not be overlooked. Mm-hmm. So, no, I have to assume that game is – he's got a tattoo of that game. I mean, that's exactly the loss that you cannot have at Georgia. You just can't have it. The whole point of scheduling up is going under the presumption that you're not going to have that loss. Yeah. 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 A South Carolina loss in 07 kept him out. I think 2002 kept him out. Wasn't that the the loss in I mean, no, they lost to Florida too? But 2012, I think they lost to South Carolina. They did, but they still made they, they still would have been in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah right. true. That's yeah. But like the whole structure until the playoff expands. Yeah. The whole idea is you God, can't lose games like that yeah. ever again. Well, and no, actually, be able to I mean, a, a, a serious contender. Well, look, beating Clemson gives you and and, and Will's going to push back against this. When I'm fine with that, but you know, beating Clemson gives you some run out room. But losing this game takes every bit of it mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Period. Yeah. End of story. I mean, for lots of reasons. The first off is that you just about have to win the SEC championship game because I frankly I don't think South Carolina is going to win more than three more games. So five and seven. Um, well, I guess it'd be Georgia. It could be six and six. But um, you also put yourself back in a position where you doubt everything you've been doing the past two games. Yeah, and, and frankly, forget that. It makes you start doubting everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. you've got it. Like, you lose a game. Like, 19 was bad. But you could, like, you can almost make some sense of it. And then again, as I kind of said earlier, South Carolina played like Georgia did. Like, they, like, that's, that, that Georgia's, the thing that Georgia, Georgia did, did in 19 to put itself in the position to lose that game, they're no longer doing. Right. Now, maybe there's something else that's going to come up and buy them. But I, it's hard for me to figure out what it would be. Yeah. So uh, before we move into whatever's next, I want to also, again, thank uh, Heath. Oh, yeah. Uh, P44 Haynes for drinking his bourbon. He brought uh, bourbon to the tailgate. By the way, guys, always bring t- bourbon to the tailgate. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is definitely a, like that. It's hard. That's a, it's a, you know, you're hunting over bait, right? Yeah. That's, that's what that term is, yeah. is hunting over bait. It was great to see him. We uh, Will and I went to the Isabel concert at mm-hmm. Terrapin. He played, I, I, I got to be honest, it's like, you know, he, he played Driver 8. Anytime anybody plays an REM cover in Athens, uh, you're really going to get my attention. Yeah. And then he... He, his encore started with Sway by the Rubble yeah. Stones, which is an incredible song. I, so. I also kind of appreciated that he, because it's off his new, he's got a new album George of, Blue. Of, yeah. George Blue, of, yeah. um, covers of Georgia songs, which he said he would do because of the election. He's actually, it's actually coming out. But it, and also, I feel like covering REM songs, as he kind of noted in his intro, uh, covering REM songs in Athens is a little bit more acceptable now because REM doesn't play anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can, like, at a certain level, you're not like, Someone's got to play the song. I think it's balding. So <laughs> I, I feel like you, it's impossible to do ten years. And ago. then Burtis Downs was in the crowd. Yeah, Burtis Downs was there. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so um, but yeah, so it's very. But so but yeah, Heath was great. 
Yeah. He was great. Yeah, I saw him at the show and at, show. at the tailgate. Very good dude. And, uh, yeah, so if you want... Um, uh, uh, At the minimum, if you want our <laughs> enduring uh, affection, bring us bourbon. Yeah. So it's that's, not, that's it's, 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 it's not particularly complicated. Yeah, uh, it is. I can't be bald. But it was it was a good time. It was it was great. To, it was great to see him. I, I always I ran into and you have to forgive me. Uh, well, I flew to New York this week and I ran into two listeners and their kids That's waiting amazing. to get on the, right on the plane. At the, at the, at the, at the, in Atlanta, LaGuardia? Atlanta. Okay. They're, they literally live in New York and I didn't catch their names because A, they were with little kids. It was massive and crazy. And maybe everyone had masks on so I couldn't quite catch it. But they were great. So whoever you are, please email me because I loved <laughs> talking to you. And and also, it's funny because like, they were so excited to be, talk to me and I was so excited to talk to them. that. Uh, but they had like small kids and like a short, like small kids. Yeah. And so when they got to do the, like, get on the plane first, oh, sure. we were still talking and I was like, go, go. Like, this is the, like, you're never going to, like, this is the, you're the one last moment where traveling with kids has a slight advantage. <laughs> so right. go take advantage of it now. But I had a great, so forgive me. I don't, I don't have your names uh, now because it was, again, this kind of madness, but I love talking to that couple and, and their kids are very cute. And, you know, last week we did that giveaway for that Clemson yeah. little curl creative edit. Um, I Cliff. Collie won it, and he texted me his um, his address. I'm not going to reveal it. Um, <laughs> Come on, but, but 1341. He yeah. lives in Athens, okay. and so the other day I was leaving the gym, and I had it in the car with me. So I was like, I'm just going to go drive it up, put it in the mailbox. He was outside, so I pulled up in his driveway and kind of very unassumingly was like, Hey, I'm I'm Scott. <laughs> you know, I have this for you. Yes. And then it, when he put two and two together, he was like, Oh my gosh! Stuck yeah. his hand out, shook hands. Yeah. He was like, Love the show. I've been listening a long time. Uh, it was just really cool because, you know, being able to, like what Will's saying and even what Tony's saying about um, P44 Haynes, when you get to meet some of y'all listening face to face, it just really makes you feel good that like it's worthwhile sitting down here in my basement doing this. And thing. also, just so you know, that realize too that if you ever give us your address at all at any time, we could come by. There's a non-zero possibility we're just going to show up in front of you. Yeah, why not? Well, yeah. we should. I think it's like your hands asking. in the air being I like, like, I feel like I'm asking. from WSLS. Yeah, there's, there's some spots at Clip's house that would be very conducive to podcasting on the outside. Yeah. Right, right. So we'll see your house uh, next week, Cliff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always fun when I I run into uh, well, I run into listeners. I saw uh, a listener, Josh. Very first thing I was literally just got done to putting up the tailgate. He was out there with his kid, and uh, it just validates that that you actually hit record. And I'm, I'm happy yeah. about that. Yeah, no, that's Which true. Is good. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, you are, you are. I think by now you are at like. 99%. I mean, he's one, he's one for two hundred seventy six. Yeah, so. right. There's only one that's been completely lost. I don't it's, know what happened that night. I don't. That was my house. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was at your was, house. It was something about the vibe. Well, it was, it, it's it's very uh, his living room is. I mean, his yeah. dining room is set up as a particular way yeah. because his wife is an interior decorator. It's not mm-hmm. set up for podcasting. Yes. That's all you need. I also that. raised cicadas, so that probably <laughs> led to the yeah. to the, I don't know why I keep them indoors. It seems like it, I just wait every couple of years and they'll just all show up. <laughs> I'm, I've got but maybe that's why your ceiling collapsed. No, no, oh, dude, no. Don't, don't that do not bring it's that too up. Soon. I, now I'm okay with it, but do not bring that up to Alexa. That is the most. I guess it, it seems like a happier. That is like right. a triggering as far as these things go. Like that is 
like just missing. I don't even like to say the word like ceiling? roof or oh, ceiling. Yeah. I just I, I've stopped water damage. Yeah. Like just water in general. Like I had a glass of water. Are you thirsty? Water. No. I had a glass of water and she slapped it out of my hand. Get that out of my house. Make your kids brush their teeth yeah, dry. That was, that was bad. That was we always say that was the official uh, uh, the, the early stage of I guess the stage of the pandemic that led up till back to the initial vaccine before Delta. Yeah. Kind of, but we had a three act structure and the first act was just like, hey, this is scary, but hey, we're drinking margaritas at four thirty. Yeah, and, then, and nobody cares. Yeah, and the start of the second act was the oh, our, 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 our ceiling caves in, and the children are not going back to school. Mm-hmm. And that was the, ever that was, yeah. again. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the uh, that's the uh, uh, Macbeth's uh, that's the Macbeth second act uh, bad start. Oh boy, that's a, that's a really dark mm-hmm. example. Yeah. Lost me on Macbeth. The, the Kenneth, the Kenneth. I know, yeah. I know. The Kenneth Brown version. No. Um, yeah, so, but we appreciate oh, it. Speaking of, uh, speaking of cicadas, no, I shouldn't talk about my well, TikTok. Speaking of cicadas, you can hear them when you're um, eating at El Barrio and Five yeah, Points. Yeah, baby. Um, especially in the evening. Yes. And one of the things Went that I... Went there the other night. One of the, well, one, I was going to say, one of the things that we've done in the past is the kids and Jennifer are ravenous about cheese dip and chips. So sometimes they will go to a Mexican restaurant and that's basically all you fill up on. Yeah. You know, because they give it to you uh, so much in, in the you beginning. You look at me and say you know, and I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I should have looked at Will. <laughs> um, but we will, I'll sometimes just drive by, get a takeout order of their guacamole mm-hmm. or their chips or their queso with chorizo. Makes a great little take home, you know, I like pre-dinner doing like the beans snack. and rice with that too. So you can like scoop yeah. and do the yeah, whole yeah. deal. Yeah, make your own little uh, dip uh, trio, I guess you could say. But, um, you know, if you do go to El Barrio, and I'm kind of focusing on them right now because they have, or you don't have to go to them, you can order online, you can get it delivered by Bulldog Food, or you can get it b- delivered by Cosmic. Um, and if you do show up there, I don't know if this works for takeout, but it might, might as well ask. On Tuesdays through Saturday, so that's like seven, six days, five days of the week. It's 11. Hold on. Get the calculator out. How's <laughs> the gimp do it? Here, the one. Between, Sad, between, between the hours 11.30 and 2, if you're a student or a faculty member at Georgia, you get 10% off. Tony. <gasps> oh, my God. I have not asked for that. Um, that that changes game changer. It's on their website. Alexa and Jennifer are also on their website mm-hmm. still. Cheers awesome. a margarita. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, I had, I had actually sent a couple of people by there. Uh, we stopped by there the other day and, and took some uh, some tacos and a pork belly gordita out. So, uh, dude, man. Not gordita. Whatever the pork belly thing yeah. is. It's a gordita, it's gordita, right? Yeah, it's gordita. Yeah. Yeah, just, Will mentions it all the time. Yeah. Gordita. No, you like the gordita. I like the chimichanga. chimichanga. I like the See, I'm the Samita. He's the chimichanga. I'm the gordita. I started doing the steak burrito just because, like, like, I love chimichangas, but, like, I mean, literally, it's a fried thing with cheese all over. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I have to run like so much uh-huh. to like to like, get that one off. That's but, two uh, days across. If man. you're less concerned about that, that's definitely what you need to get. Yeah, I saw a student. Uh, one of my students walked by in my office the other day. Had one of those old school El Barrio cups when they first opened. Oh, I was yeah. like, "Hey, look at that El Barrio!" Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I went here underground." I was like, "Yeah, I know." And I uh, wish they still did this. Can we get them to get, bring them back. I think you can get them to go. Can you? I don't know. I just mm. he had this was blue cups. Yeah, 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 the blue cups. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and just a, a quick thing about the pun. Um, uh, I did run into a friend of mine who uh, was going to go to El Barrio, and he ended up sitting out, out in front of the pond for the Isbell show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, lovely. It was a great thing. So, yeah. The Isbell show was crazy. I saw everybody I knew. Like, yeah, it was, it was weird. It was it like really a home like day. Yeah. It's funny. Burtis is the only person I didn't see that I know was there. <laughs> yeah, it was right? packed out. There's there lots of people. Well, do you want to do. Um South Carolina, it's not really trivia. I'll just call it South Carolina, South Carolina information. Stuff. 
Info. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. South Carolina stuff, or do you want to do the check the standings of the uh, fun office pools on amongst the three of us and see who's. And let's let's do fun office pools last since we're okay. going to do picks anyway. I am okay. Honest. I just I, that's your way of saying you you're ahead of us. You seem eager, but you seem eager. Just, it's, it's, just, it's, it's we're going to get there. You're getting choices. Thirsty is we're not thirsty is not your look. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so um, South Carolina stuff. I like that. Um, as you mentioned already, South Carolina has beat Georgia 19 times. Yeah, Georgia has won 52 times, and there have been two ties. So Nailed it's all, it. 45, right? It's 73, 75. 73 70, games. Okay, you, were, you were too off. But this will be the 74th edition. Okay. Um, now, these, some of these stats are, are come, come from my mind, so they don't really <laughs> – They I, made, I basically made up stats because nobody's looked these up before. Okay. So I, I, I did some number crunching. I, I don't you know. prove different. Yeah. I don't know what you're about to say, but I'm very curious. I like right. that. I like the idea of stats coming from your mind. I guarantee you nobody's ever <laughs> wondered this and nobody's ever added this up, but I did. 53% of the South Carolina versus Georgia football games have taken place in the month of September. Okay. Well, I mean, that's interesting. You know, that is interesting. Okay. Factor. That is interesting. Um, now, so then I took it a step further. I was like, well, we're playing on September 18th. Have they ever played on September 18th? Hmm. The answer is no. <gasps> this will be the first time ever oh, Georgia and South Carolina have played on September 18th. So never you're forget. saying Will Muschamp has never won a game on September 18th against Georgia or the Georgia South Carolina game? Right. Okay. This will be the 22nd September date that Georgia and South Carolina have played. That seems low. Yeah, but it's been played in October, November, especially in the uh, early yeah, days. Yeah. Okay, 53% um, a lot is. Of, I mean, last year it was played in what? November. 53% is. is it's 42? No. Oh, I, yeah, I 40. I didn't look at that. Something yeah, like it's, that. It's, it's more like 38, 39. So, so um, out of the matchups between Georgia and South Carolina, Georgia has had 11 shutouts. South Carolina. Has had only two shutouts. They did that in 03 and 04. 03 and 04. 1903 and 1904. <laughs> so there's that. Most points scored by Georgia in the series. They've done it twice. You have any idea? One time very recently. Well, 56. Uh, 52. I gave you a hint when I said, well, huh? Steve wow. Spurge's last game. Oh, that's right. We made him quit football. Oh, my God. That was, that was the Grayson Lambert 23 of 24 game, right? 52. 52 points. They also scored 52 points in 1970. And that was that was the 50, that was a 23 of 24 game for Lambert, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, and we also were doing podcasting back then, yeah. back when nobody really knew what that was. Yeah. I mean, the people did. We had to we, to, to keep the computer running, we, we had to ride motor, my, bicycles to keep that. Were we really podcasting then? Yes. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, most I was, remember, I was like, I was on Lambert all year. I was such a pain to him, like all year. The, I mean, literally, South Carolina. I think was our second pregame show we ever did. Okay, because it was in the fifteenth season. Sounds right. Uh, most points scored by South Carolina in the series was forty-five. Uh, it was not thirty-five in no, that twelve game. Forty-five sure? in two thousand eleven. Um, the only time this series was not played on campus was oh one. In Columbus, nineteen oh one. It was Augusta. It was Augusta, yeah. and uh, Georgia won ten to five because everybody scored safeties back then. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And there's 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 a thing that happens in Augusta before this uh, the, the Friday before this game, some sort of like I'm, I'm, I mean, Savannah River it? rivalry thing, but on the Riverwalk or something. Yeah, like it's, that. It, but it's it's purely Augusta Chamber of Commerce thing. I'm, I'm not I'm not downplaying that. I'm just saying that it's not sanctioned by the schools. Gotcha. 
There's no or that's handed between the. Is there a trophy between these two schools? It's the ACC championship trophy you know, from '69. You know, Missouri and South Carolina play for a trophy. Do they really? Yes, yeah, so the Columbia. Columbia they something. made it up. Yeah, like yeah. a made-up trophy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and then and then they, uh, the winner gets to play Bogota. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Like this, the country. Yeah. Well, it's the <laughs> capital of the country, but yes. Um, all right, where am I? Uh, there's been two ties in the series. That was 1962, 1964. Interestingly, the same score for both years, seven to seven. Okay. Um, George has the longest unbeaten streak in this series at 15 games. Notice I said unbeaten. Yeah, there were some ties in that. That's one, when right? the two yeah. ties took place from 1960 to 1977. And South Carolina's longest win streak, can you take a guess at that? I guess five. No, a little lower than that. Four? No. Three. Three. Two. Between 2010 and 2012. Oh, that's right. That was a, that's, that's three. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, God. Oh, I'm just having a flashback <laughs> to that 35-7 game. We walked out of there. We were in Augusta when that game ended. Mm. Ramik, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was going to say something about Ramik Wilson's mom, whom I love dearly. I think you've told that story before. Have I? Yeah, his, his mom, we were going to stay at a hotel in Columbia. So it, a long, very long story short is Ramik's, Ramik Wilson's mom ended up tailgating with us because my wife talks to everybody. Uh, that should be a shock to no one. Um, but uh, she ended up tailgating with us when she came up to games, and we were going to stay at the same hotel with her. And uh, both she and we left Columbia that night. We were coming to Athens. She was going back to Tampa, Florida. Wow. Like, she drove wow. back to Tampa, wow. Florida. Like, she showed up back at Tampa, Florida at daybreak instead of staying in Columbia that night. That's how frustrating she was. And George still played in the SEC championship game and were a tip pass away from beating the crap out of Notre Dame for the national championship. But she probably made the right call because no, I've heard, yeah, I've she, heard she, stories about You wake up in Columbia. What you think about Columbia. Dude, that game was so sad. I mean, you've so told the story just about every year, but, but there was something that had to do with a rave. So, <laughs> so, so Wayne and Tiffany, our friends Wayne and Tiffany, yeah. are old school... Um, Ravers. Ravers. They're old school uh, veterans of tailgating in Columbia. Mm-hmm. And um, I went with them the... The, the last time I went, which was 12. And literally, they pulled up and we're in the parking lot of a warehouse. And like, oh my God, this is the best space. This is the best tailgate space ever because there was like six feet of shade, which, and I don't mean, I mean like throwing shade. They're like, literally, there was shade on the edge of the building. And the people beside us, I thought, okay, they're being hyperbolic. No, no, no. The people beside us, like, can you believe we got shade? It was, just, it was crazy. And then, of course, we had to walk through a warehouse. I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean that literally. We had to walk through a warehouse to get to the game. And on the way back, there was a rave happening. I Probably. Uh, <laughs> so it was, it was a lot. Uh, and in a harken to Charlotte, we, we had to drive through a little industrial area to get to, or coming out uh, Sunday morning from our Airbnb. I was like, ugh. And Tiffany was like, why? I was like, makes me think of Columbia. She's like, oh, my God. I was just thought exactly the same thing <laughs> because there were warehouses. All right, so I got a couple questions for you about it. Um, when was the last time South Carolina finished a season with a better record than Georgia? The most recent time. Uh, um, well, what were they? What were they? The year that Georgia went six and six in that kind of like transition year. I mean, Spurrier was coaching there. I bet it was ten. I'm gonna say ten. Yeah, I bet that's, it was 10. that feels that feels right. They might have. I didn't. Write that down. I was 13. asking for the last time. Oh, okay. thirteen. So it's more recently. Thirteen. I was uh, the, the next. The next guess would have been thirteen. Yeah, um, South Carolina had an eleven and two record. Yeah, because that was the last 
good, really good season for Georgia Spurrier. Went eight and five. So here's a fun little, little trivia thing for uh, the game where they basically ran off Spurrier. Mm-hmm. That was we previewed that game. Uh, that was the one where I did the podcast from California. Because I was Republic, oh, I was covering yeah, the Republican, the Republican uh, primary, uh, yeah. the Republican debate at the Reagan debate, Museum. yeah, and uh, and that was the. And I remember running and listening to our to uh, I believe uh, Connolly's uh, podcast from way back in the uh, day. Yeah, the, uh, previewing uh, that game. Called, yeah, uh, podcast ain't playing yeah. nobody. That's right. That's yeah, right. and um, and remember on my run through. That part of California and your Belinda, yeah, yeah, because I wrote a sports on Earth column no, that that's, week that's saying that like uh, like this is a chance for Georgia to kill Spurrier and to finish him off, and and you were did. right, you were right about that. I believe Spencer Hall said, "Oh, Will's obviously new to Georgia," which is a fair <laughs> thing to say. You and were still kind of new back in. I was new. Well, I was new, like, and we were new to a yeah. podcast. Also, like, you're not supposed to taunt Spurrier uh, in that moment. But it's that, not great. That, at that point, he clearly kind of checked out a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah, so uh, he was drinking more beer and playing yeah. more golf. I felt generally. I don't know if y'all remember this, but the post game show of that, that was back when I was really just trying things out in podcasts. So I spliced in my questions to his answers. Oh, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, so it's I a, do remember if that. If y'all want to look it up, it's, yeah. uh, it was the, it was one of our first podcasts, but it's the post game South Carolina in 2015. Um, all right, back on to the questions. Uh, how many times has South Carolina finished with a better record than Georgia since they entered the SEC in 1992? 92. Okay, we know 13. Right. I'm going to say I think 10. 10. I think 10. Um, let's see, what year was it? I'm going to go with 6. 90. No, that was Holtz's first year. I'm going to say 3. Will's a better Georgia fan than you because he nailed it. Boom. Six. Okay. I am a better I mean, Georgia am fan. I the better Georgia fan because I think, I think South Carolina sucks more than they do? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So these are this Which is, is what years? I don't know. I didn't yeah, write that down. Okay, I wrote either. down the dates of September. People don't but actually. But I didn't yeah. write down <laughs> People those. People don't actually. Like, they don't want to go through that. Um, all right. So these are some more just facts. Uh, Georgia is tied with Texas. I, you know, I was kind of random here. <laughs> this, is, this is out of left field. Uh, Georgia's tied with Texas for second all-time in bowl games oh, played yeah, yeah. with 57. South Carolina is 52nd all-time with 23 game, bowl games played. How many wins? Did you write that down? No. They famously didn't get their first bowl win until yeah. Holtz's like seventh year. Um, out of the current 14 SEC schools, South Carolina ranks 12th. And bowl games played. Okay. So my question to you is, who is 13 and 14 in the SEC schools and bowl games played? Okay. We'll uh, stipulate Vanderbilt. Yes. That's either their last okay. with nine. Right. Uh, I'm going to say... How many does South Carolina have? They have 23. I'm going to say Missouri. I'm going to say Mississippi State. It is Kentucky. Ooh. Really? They've only played 20 bowl games. Did wow. you see uh, the Athletics' 10 best coaching jobs uh, piece this week? They did a great piece where they ranked the 10 best coaching jobs <clears throat> in yep. the country in general. Yes. And Georgia was three. Uh-huh. Alabama was one. Ohio State was two. But Andy Staples made a very strong argument that the actual best coaching job in the country is Kentucky. Mm. Because they win eight games, win mm. eight games, beat Louisville every other year. They'll love you, and they pay well. They yeah. actually have a good donor base, and the expectations are. And if you ever have a year 
that you win the SEC East. Oh yeah, which um, this they'll is, build a statue. I mean, Missouri won my first two twice. years. Twice, <laughs> Missouri, like it theoretically can happen. So uh, yeah, so I, hey, but, you get uh, banana smoke at your stadium, <laughs> and but you can't uh, uh, you can't, can't check out though. <laughs> it's like Hotel California, guys. Uh, all right, and to finish that out before you get into front office pools, there's two current FBS teams that have never played in a bowl. Never kind of playing ra- a bowl? Kind of random. But uh, you got to think like way yeah. out in the southwest part of the Sunbelt Conference and then northeast. Yeah, like a New Mexico State or something. Utah. Like no, Utah's played. Uh, think of, are they uh, playing some all No, it's the state of Texas. No. North Texas. No, not the mean green. West Texas. No. East Texas. Texas State. Texas State. Oh. I can't, the I keep, Bobcats. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I know. They're, 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 and then the a northeast there. school. Because it wasn't Texas UMass? State. Isn't Texas... Oh, yeah. UMass. Okay. Who plays here in a couple of years? Do they really? They played play here with that awesome wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, that wide receiver that's ago. like, I tried UMass to trap him. Speaking of trapping Speaking guys. of future schedules, by the way, uh, considering the results of last weekend and the possibility of this team potentially making the playoffs this year, uh, that game in Atlanta suddenly looks a lot more interesting uh, it, come September 3rd, 2022. Yes, it does. Georgia is playing Oregon. Playing the first Oregon, game of the season this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact we, they beat them without Thibodeau. We've kind of looked past that game to like Oklahoma mm-hmm. and UCLA and all those yeah, things. Yeah, wait till next year. But yeah, they are playing we'll... Oregon, who right now I think has to be considered a favorite to make the play. Uh, not a favorite, but like, what are they, four? Right yeah, now? I, think, I think they're in the discussion yeah. easy. Like, yeah. I, I mean,. I, I think they're clearly in the discussion. Yeah, and so I mean, we could we could be talking about you know. A, is the alliance going to allow that game to happen? Yeah, the alliance. A lot of pressure. <laughs> I stand. I think, but for the record, I encourage you and fully support you com- <clears throat> continuing to tweet about the alliance on Saturday. Oh yeah, no, yes, I will. Trust me. I, I think feel, that's good. I feel. I feel. The alliance. You feel seen. I feel attacked. <laughs> I'm the Big Ten guy. Hey, they got a big game this week. The alliance Friday night. If you're looking for some Your Friday team. night football, Illinois, Maryland this week. Friday night football. We're going to get to that. That's in the that's it's in, in the, that's in the, in the pick'em this year. I did that. Yeah. For it starts you. at nine. I did that for it you. At, yeah. That's so late. That's yeah. <laughs> so late. Because you're going to be up late Friday. I was going to say it's so late for like a day before. I'm still cooking. I'm still cooking. Oh man. Uh, all right. So fun office pools. The leader in the clubhouse with 99 total points uh, is Clinton J. Clark. Ah, thank uh, you, Clinton. Followed by go, John man. B. Crow with 97 points. Uh, I could continue to read names, but I won't because until we got to one of ours, it's going to be 52nd. And that's me uh, with 79 points. I have a 15-6 and six record. And then as you scroll down in 63rd place, you'll see Mr. Tony Waller oh, with yes. 79 points, or 78 points, only one point behind me. And then you keep scrolling, you and then scrolling. one point behind Tony at 77. It's a tight race, guys. Is Will Leach. Tight race. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not yeah. a good start. You're not looking like you're going to be able to defend your title. We'll Will, see what happens. Will's tied with uh, Hunt the Jones, and uh, he's one ahead of Jim Wood. So, By the uh, way, if, if, if it makes you feel any better, I've missed both Ohio State and Texas. So yeah. I am fine with these things. Yeah. But and I'm going to get screwed this week because uh, I mean, even with what I don't pick them on the podcast, you're I picking always Illinois pick Illinois in the front office. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I put them on one, but I always pick them. I always feel I just like seeing the helmet because it has it's the old helmet. It's with the Illinois. Oh, the yeah. Illinois across yeah. the script. Yeah, the, the New York Giants script. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Or the so. Bengals. Yeah, 
way back. Right, yeah, yeah, but there was no underline. And there, yeah, theirs was like almost like circular. Mm-hmm. I like wish they'd bring that back. Yeah. So. All right. All right well, let's do this. Since we're doing that, we'll say we'll start with Friday evening at 9 p.m. Maryland goes to Champagne, and that's spelled with an A I G and not an A G H N E. We did that out the, uh, the the week zero. All these people yeah. are like, "What kind of you know, thing do you run over there?" Not spelling Champagne. It was just autocorrect. It just it, I had no idea. I was embarrassed. But. There's no reason for anyone in Athens to think about champagne more than, than we have to listen just to do it on this podcast. It's a nuclear free zone. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I had a good time. Uh, I went after the after the game. I went and saw my, my, my the guys uh, show in Urbana. Yeah. Urbana's got kind of a more of a hip a vibe. Nu- than a nuclear had. free vibe. Yeah, it's got a little bit so more of a vibe. When they yeah. say champagne Urbana, is that like a like a tw- like a Twin City type thing? Are a they like bit, next, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I mean, the campus is uh, in both Champagne and Urbana. Oh, it's, that's what it's, they say. I mean, if you were to think from Alps Road East, we're a whole different town. That's what you're dealing with. Yeah. No, God, it's not even right. Lumpkin East is a whole different town. Like yeah. the campus literally is split wow. between Urbana yeah. and Champagne. So and why does Urbana always get the shaft? Because nobody ever knows that. Well, because Champagne, uh, the, the stadiums in Champagne, uh, all the all like the big campus bars are in Champagne. Urbana is more is more of a normal town vibe uh, than Champagne. Champagne's more of a uh, campus uh, the crazy, village vibe. The crazy thing is the uh, official name of the university is University of Illinois at Urbana Champagne. Urbana is first. Uh-huh. Urbana uh-huh. is first. Yep. Wow. Because, because of the alphabetically, I'm sure. Um, so, uh, I'm very, okay. So, uh, I, I, I will start with this. I don't know. Um, I would like to know that even though Illinois has had a couple of rough losses the last couple of weeks, um, they still can go to two and zero in the big 10 if they win this game. I also feel obliged to remind that here's a question, here's a question for you guys. Do you know who the special teams coach for Maryland is? Oh, Sir. It is one former insurance salesman, Ron Zook. Ron Zook is the really? special teams coach for... Is that his first trip back to Urbana or Champaign? It is his first trip back because, of course, Loxley was his assistant at his Illinois. His coordinator at Illinois. Yeah, yeah, at Illinois. So, like, so it's just funny because it's funny to see Loxley also back at Illinois and Zook coaching for him as his special team coach. It's very, very yeah. strange. Um, so he's, he's, he's much champed to smart. Uh, yeah, but like you know, weird backwards. Like imagine, imagine they Rick both, they coming both, back and being the special team coach. They have both coached in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yes, that's true. <laughs> they have, they have. Uh, I, I, the Virginia game kind of, yeah, uh, I kind of like that knocked was me not, off. Yeah, yeah. The, the UTSA I thought was pretty good. I think Virginia is okay. More to the point, uh, Robert Rosenthal, who writes a really good blog called Illinois Illinois Board. Uh, keeps trying to remind, like, yes, Illinois has got a lot of guys back, the super seniors, but, like, whenever someone puts in the first year of their system. I mean, let's not forget that, like, Kirby Smart, who has put together maybe the most talented roster in Georgia history, his first year they lost to Georgia Tech at home and had to play in the Liberty Bowl. First years are hard. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm picking Maryland, I'm sad to say. Though, I, though in, the, in the front office polls, I did pick Illinois. Yeah, I, I like Maryland as well. You like Maryland, Tony? I think Maryland wins this game. Maryland's good for favored by eight and a half. But, of course, we're not picking point spreads. But just for your information. All right, next game. Uh, the Bearcats of Cincinnati go to Big Ten country. They travel to disappointed Indiana. Yeah, I get to tell you, Cincinnati, who dropped in the poll this week after the game. Um, if I'm 
the last thing, the only way Cincinnati was going to be able to make its case is if Indiana and Northwestern mm-hmm. were good. So, I'm sorry, Indiana and Notre Dame were good. So Notre Dame almost lost. Yeah, they almost lost, so that didn't help. I do feel, like, I do think, like, we saw them in that bowl game. Cincinnati's good. Yeah. So, I think that they, this is a game where they, if they're going to make any sort of case, they're going to need to roll Indiana this week, and I think they will. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably right. Um, I mean, part of me wants to pick, part of me wants to be provocative and pick Cincinnati, but. Pick Indiana. I mean, Indiana, mm-hmm. but I just. Indiana just looks. I don't. I, Penix is. I think he's all the way back yeah. from the injuries he suffered last year. I just think Cincinnati but, makes. Cincinnati needs to win this game. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, they do, but they still have a game against Notre Dame yet yeah. too. Yeah. But next week. Yeah. Is it next week? Yeah. Dude, if they go, they go for two for. But see, yeah. that was the problem is heading into the year, Indiana was in the top 25. Notre Dame was in like the top six or seven. Yeah. Now each of those teams looks a little worse. Yeah, after the so, yeah. against yeah. Toledo. So. Yeah, I think I think uh, Desmond Ritter's better than Penix. So I'm going to go with the strength of the quarterback and Cincinnati wins. And then Luke Fickle starts campaigning for that USC job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like By it's the way, he shouldn't campaign for that job. That's going to be Bob Stoops' job. Oh, you heard it here first. That's a good, good uh, low key call right there. Because Bob Stoops is growing yeah. the beard out, being on Fox, uh, but the yeah. big noon kickoff yeah. show, and he, he go, yeah, I get it. it makes certain sense. I, I feel like I don't know though. I feel like Franklin is such like a maneuver. Oh, I think it's Franklin's yeah, job. Like, like I mean, Bob Stoops is the dark horse. Did you see that uh, Meyer had to deny it from the Jaguars yeah, camp bad today? Until he retires next week. Yeah, bad <laughs> vibes. Uh, by the way, I'll be fine yeah, if yeah, Jaguars go 0-16 and I get to watch smug Urban Meyer just, you know, wallow. Have a heart attack? I, mean, uh, I don't wish yeah. any ill will towards him, but I just want him to lose all his games. No, not health-wise. You don't want him to die. Right. Okay. I just want him to lose all of his football games. Yeah. Yeah. It's never a good sign with on the eve of your first game, the Jason Luck and Forrest story uh, in CBS. <laughs> we're just like pulling. That. Like just like right before your game starts, a story breaks where it's, where I, one of the most respected NFL reporters is based like, yeah, everybody is like, this guy's an idiot and has no idea what he's doing. Uh, and then you go out and lo- get wiped out mm-hmm. by the team that was universally thought to be the worst team in football. Mm-hmm. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. They played the Falcons. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, did Burn. you guys see freaking Kyler Murray this week? Look he out, good. man. Arizona Cardinals. Arizona good. Cardinals. I don't want to talk about it. Arizona Cardinals might be the sixth best team in football and the fourth best team in the division. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michigan State goes to Miami. Michigan State's two and zero and. They are my. They are an underdog going to Miami. I don't understand this. I put this game. I'll start. I did. I put this game on the list because first off, it's close. Close. What's the spread on it? You just said uh, six and a half. Six and a half. That spread makes no sense. Miami got blanked by Alabama. They needed kind of a miracle to Struggle beat Alabama State. In look, Michigan State went on the road and beat a. Decent Northwestern team? The Northwestern Sorry. always starts Sorry. out poorly. They always start out poorly. They I always have that close of a game early. I didn't mean, mean to trigger you. I mean to trigger you. They beat Youngstown State. Brian uh, uh, Gorder's former team. Uh, along with 17 other teams. Um, I just... I put this game on there because I just like... I don't... It's an intriguing game. Where... I mean... So, if you think Michigan State's going to lose this game, you think Michigan State's worse than App State. I don't. 
I mean, I think they're I, they might not they might only be modestly better. So give me twenty six, twenty three, Michigan State. But I think Michigan State wins it. I'm not sold. I'm taking Miami. I'm taking Michigan State. I mean, I don't think a cat's going to fall from the upper deck. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I knew you'd like that. That is, you always know something is awesome because uh, the two things I don't like to bother my wife with are. Uh, <laughs> Sports related highlights in Twitter. Yeah, I try to like just and have when her, they yeah. and when they converge. And so it's gotta just, be very I was just like, I'm like, you gotta look at this. Right. Like, they, like you get. Did you see uh, uh, Caliendo uh, had uh, Summerall no, and Madden call it? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's, very right after show. it's very entertaining. Oh my gosh, it's very entertaining. But the, the best part of that is how he Lion King the cat. You know, yeah. after he, yeah, it's like, dude, if you never touched a cat because I knew cat, a cat was about to. Did do, you watch the, the cat? Was not excited. I have to say though, like I. Get it. Like I, I, he was, he was, yeah. he was he also was excited. Like, like yeah. also, like the cat's a look. The cat's yeah. alive. Exactly. Because when the you right watch thing. that thing, you don't actually know don't. until that dude next to him starts jumping. Right. The, the, that's when you're like, oh, the cat yeah, is okay. Yeah, he didn't hold the cat by the legs, which you have to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. He's holding the cat up like Simba, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and and the cat's like, oh, yeah. I'm about to make you pay for this. Asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> That's great. Great, great. Yeah, truly, truly. <laughs> this is fantastic. How the freak did the cat get in? Uh, I don't know. It's, why is the cat in the stadium? <laughs> that's where the national championship. Like, no, that's where the Orange Bowls played, and I'm going to have to pay four hundred dollars to go in there. I know that the cat did not. Did he not scout purposely. The cat did nothing wrong. But it's just funny because, like, the and cat, the upper deck, and the cat maximized the drama. That's like the best part about oh. it. Like, it, oh, and then this one, then this, and then he bats at it to try to get back. Like, I, I don't. I'm not saying that 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 the cat is a false flag. I'm just saying. I mean, if the cat didn't exist, we'd have to invent the cat. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And that, you know, as much as you wanted to believe that they actually caught it with the flag. Yeah, (laughs) you're not catching a cat with a flag. (laughs) It hit the edge. I mean, it fell through the flag. The flag did not. It braced us. fine. Simba lives. (laughs) Simba lives. I I have to say, (laughs) catching him with the flag on 9-11 would have been a step too far for me. Like, I would have have been like, forget it. Forget it. Let's like, this is definitely a false flag operation at that point. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, let's go to um, Westwood. Fresno State visits uh, 13th-ranked UCLA. Oh, UCLA's going to beat their ass in. I feel like UCLA... That might be the deal. There's a little part where like, I really want to believe in UCLA. UCLA is a team that I want to do well. Like I, I, You can make an argument that Kelly's stuff is starting to... It's starting to take. It's starting to take. And, that, and I mean, there was a reason that... NFL teams kept hiring that guy, mm-hmm. and so to see it would be fun to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Football is better with USC or UCLA being really Absolutely. good, and so I'd like to see that. There's a little worry that like maybe they're not all the way there. Fresno State's a little better than well, they gave Oregon a scare. So, but I, I think I'll still go with UCLA. Yeah, there, there's a world where the Pac-12 championships will play in game to the playoffs, and I think UCLA is going to play in that game. I think they win as well. All right, then you got uh, Sparky. Arizona State going to Brigham Young. They're both ranked. And uh, Arizona State, Herm Edwards' team is favored by three and a half. Do you remember how much everyone made fun of him? Herm Edwards? Yeah. When I he, did, he got the fired at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah and like, stuff. Look, like, they're totally really good. Well, it was him like, and Sumlin yeah, in Arizona, yeah. and Sumlin left. Sumlin was the one that was supposed to be yeah. the, the, the actual guy. That's how I learned. It's, yeah. I think BYU wins this game big. I got Arizona State. Not I'm taking, big. I'm taking Arizona State. All right. Then we've got 
where am I going to go next? Oh, let's go uh, another. We'll, we'll transition Pac-12 to SEC because there's a Pac-12 SEC game. Stanford goes to surprising Vanderbilt. I thought they had no chance they, against Colorado they State. They beat Colorado State last week. Steve Dodge is not the answer out there, guys. No. Um, it's a lovely campus, though. I, What's the game that Alabama lost uh, when Saban's first game? Uh, Louisiana Monroe. 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 Yeah. We're all going to look back when Vanderbilt has its run of <laughs> national championships and say, wow, I cannot believe he lost that first was, game uh, to Fort East Tennessee State. But that will be his... That will be his uh, <laughs> It'll be the, it'll be Clark a Lee's thing, yeah. So you're you're picking Stanford. I'm uh, picking Stanford. Yeah, I'm picking Stanford. I'll be a pick Stanford as well. It'd be fun though. Yeah, I like a feisty. It's an interesting game. I think it's a very interesting game. I like very, a feisty. A lot of very guys. Very cerebral. They'll be out out doing calculus on the field. Yeah, it won't be crowded because Stanford Stanford doesn't sell out their games, and neither does Vanderbilt. I mean, so Stanford has the more interesting mascot, right? The tree. The tree versus the Commodore. and the band. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely the band. I like yeah, the so. tree. I like the tree looks angry. That's like my favorite That's, part about the tree. It, do you, I mean the yeah. tree? I think the tree is a Warshak test. Yeah. It's kind of like what do you want the tree to yeah, be? It's like Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. yeah. Interesting fact. I almost said Stanford Stadium uh-huh. back when the Olympics happened uh-huh. in '96. Uh-huh. Uh, I collected pins. Yep. And I have one pin uh-huh. that's. I guess "quote unquote" valuable because, because it says is Stanford soccer Stadium? at Stanford Stadium, oh. and it has a picture of Stanford Stadium. Oh, Stanford. that is valuable, Scott. That's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's like the Billy Ripken bleep face. Uh, yeah, baseball card. I've always I collected baseball cards for the age of four to probably thirteen years old. Yeah, then I stopped, I have, and I always wanted a, a mistake card, and I don't think I have. I have seventeen dollars worth of cards. I have one thousand four hundred cards still, and I have seventeen dollars worth of cards. I do remember like <laughs> getting the books and like yeah, I, I had the books. Yeah, I actually, I actually remember them. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great. All right, um, Mississippi State goes to scary Memphis. Uh, yeah, they are going to Memphis. This is uh, one of those that you probably shouldn't schedule. I mean, I, I just, I'm going to pick Mississippi State because they played really well last week against a good NC State team. But if they lose to Memphis, yeah, it's what you get for playing Memphis at Liberty Bowl. I am. I still refuse to believe that, Miss, that Leach has, has figured something out there. I, uh, I'm, I'm picking Memphis. I got the Bulldogs. Um, then uh, Tulane goes to visit Oxford. That's an interesting matchup. Tulane ain't shabby. By the way, did you see the troll that the Tulane uh, football Twitter page put out? I, yeah. Oh. They're wearing. Oh, this oh, is for good. this game, this they're wearing SEC champion stickers on the back of their helmets. 34, 36, and 37. Good strong. Yeah, it's very strong. It's really good because Mississippi only has two. Mm, Maybe. Maybe one. I don't know. They don't have three. Also, Tulane almost beat Oklahoma. Yeah, Tulane almost beat Oklahoma. I I think Mississippi wins this game, but just because they're interestingly better on defense, but it's going to be a fun game. Yeah, Yeah. I got an Ole Miss. I'm thinking Ole Miss. I'm, I'm fond of Ole Miss. What time's that game? Noon? No, it's not noon. Um, it's just, back. just say the number. 8 p.m. Uh, I'm assuming Kevin's back for that game. Oh, yeah. sure. He's yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's, he's down with the COVIDs. I, I enjoyed watching him kind of not really care about the interviews and the feed going out uh, during the Louisville game. That was, yeah. that was great. I wish he had lied to the game, but he didn't. <laughs> he sucks. He does not suck. He does not. Um, all right, then we've got uh, Auburn's first ever visit mm-hmm. to a Big Ten team. This First is such ever. a cool, surreal game. Oh, That's I where the yeah. yeah. Happy Valley. God. The Penn State people are like, oh, you've never seen a game like the one out. 
bitch, we play the Iron Bowl every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I just, I mean, I think Penn State wins this game. I think they're a better football team than Auburn. Auburn's not, the, the football program writ large is not going to care about a wideout game. They play, they play a stand, it's at Sanford every other year. They play at Tuscaloosa every other year. They go to LSU every other year. Get out of here. You know, that's going to be the national narrative. It's crazy. They're going to push that, like, oh, is Auburn going to be able to handle the whiteout? First SEC team well, playing they, in the They're already doing it. Yeah, it's, I know. It's no, crazy. I, I hear you. Who do you got? Oh, Penn State Penn wins State. the game. I don't think, like, I'll put, if Auburn wins this game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, keep an eye out. Yeah. Like, that, 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 that is legitimately impressive. If if this early on he can get them to win this game, I don't think he will. But. I would love to pick Auburn, but I don't trust Bo Nix, and I'm I'm disappointed about that this weekend. But I'm not going to be the rest of the season. Yeah. Plus, there's a lot of Anabaptist up there. There's not like straight up Baptist like you like Reverend Harson wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, th- then then as I think again, I never pull for Auburn ever out of oh, conference. So I don't you, even know why, why I just said that. So I hope Penn State wins. What time is this game? God. What's the number? It's seven thirty. Oh, so it's the same time. <laughs> right at the same time. So maybe we'll get those live look-ins. Yeah, yeah. And you like know, that. if Auburn's getting their eyes beat in, a big roar comes over the crowd. Yeah, I can't wait. Um. All right. So there's two more. We've got uh, Bama and Florida. Was there some smack talk Bama. by uh, Florida Bama. this week? Yeah, Brenton Cox can't yeah. show his mouth. <laughs> That's what you need to know. Bama. Big. Yeah, I think, yeah. Even though it's in Gainesville, I think Bama. There's been a whole rolls. lot of talk of, there's, yeah, they've, they've tried really hard to talk themselves in this game. Uh, yeah, Bama big. Bama. I agree. And then uh, 7 o'clock, is it 7 o'clock? Yeah. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia yeah, game. Seven o'clock. I thought it was 7 30, but 7. Yeah. I did too, yeah. and uh, I, was, I was reminded by Wayne and Tiffany I was wrong about that. Okay, well, you don't want to miss kickoff. You don't want to miss kickoff. Yeah, They're so right. I'm glad. Okay. It's 7 o'clock, listeners. Yes. Don't get there at 7 30. Eastern. Eastern. Eastern time, not that half time zone that's like off Newfoundland or something like that. <laughs> yes. I'm you, I'm surprised you know what that is, yes. but that's yeah, fine. It's up. Canada. That way, that, that way, way. Canada, it's east. Canada-ish. Yeah, it gets dark before here. It does. Like, it takes lot. a lot of hubris Except to when it name doesn't. an area the newfound land. Like someone's <laughs> going to find the land after this, but no, and your name is going to sound ridiculous. But no, but John John Cabot found it, and he called it newfound newfound land. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like it's not the last land that was found. Oh, I mean, it was it was fun in 1500. Well, maybe they named it after the dog. <laughs> Go on. All right. South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina and Georgia. Uh, I'll go first since Tony is uh, crying his eyes out. Can't even. Um, so, yeah, we, 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 we already kind of waxed poetic, or actually, it's not poetic at all. At all but what happened uh, here two years ago, it was a look ahead game. I remember. Um, Chuck Dowdle was doing the pregame interview, and that was when Kirby Smart infamously said, we're not ready to play. Yeah. I mean, he, he knew that was going to happen um, right before wild, kickoff. It That's was the guy wild. that knows his team. That's right. Yeah. That's, right. <laughs> That's right. You know, it was a, it was a dull crowd. It was, you know, think about it. Back in 2019, pre-COVID, we did take these six weekends that we get a year for granted, especially when it was a yawn. <gasps> Noon kickoff against a, an uninteresting opponent. Um, I'm glad the game's at seven o'clock this week. I think uh, the the crowd will be a little bit uh, livelier and stronger. I mean, how can it not be? Because it'll be a night game. 
Um, I think you'll see a lot of similar similarities to what you saw against UAB. I think George is going to start fast, whether it's another pick six or a, a punt return. I mean, look out for uh, look out for Lad McConkey. Man, that dude is fast and he is shifty. Uh, if they put him back, maybe instead of Kyrus Jackson back there, maybe he breaks one. Maybe Kyrus breaks one. I don't know. But um, you know, I think uh, whichever whoever the quarterback is, uh, you, you got Brock Bowers uh, down the seam or the bubble route. I think the running backs are going to uh, see a little bit more run block this week to where Zamir gets loose or Kendall Milton gets loose or Kenny McIntosh gets loose. Uh, I'm going to predict pretty much a blowout. It's going to be a fun night in Sanford. It's going to be nice and easy, relaxing. Uh, the number's thirty and a half. I'm going to predict Georgia wins thirty-one nothing. Ooh, wow! Yeah, this feels. To me, the really question is whether they get an offensive touchdown or not. Like that's not, that to me is like one of the major plot lines of this game because they haven't given one up yet, and you want that to kind of like keep rolling for a while. Um, I don't know if they get one. I'm going to give them a touchdown, uh, whether or not it comes from them or comes from uh, uh, Beck coming in and uh, making a mistake late. Making a mistake. Um, but I'm going to go Georgia 42, South Carolina seven. Um. So I I think I agree with y'all that oh, not. Not you, Scott. <laughs> I agree with Will that South Carolina yeah, gets Georgia, uh, scores the first offensive touchdown. I, I, I think the game flow of this is that um, it's going to be tight early, and Georgia pours it all in the second quarter. Um, I, it, it, I, I harken back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast. It doesn't really matter in my mind who starts as quarterback. Right, I mean, you're still going to hand the ball off to Zimmer White. You're still throwing it to, um, you're still throwing it to Brock Bowers. It doesn't look like Washington's back. Um, I'm not certain, but Fitzpatrick may well be back. Um, and it, it feel like Blaylock's going to be a little more involved again this week. Um, I'm not surprised if at halftime this game is laughter's not the right way of looking at it, yeah. but it's it's well in hand. Um, I'm willing to say they score their first offensive touchdown. They score the first offensive touchdown against Georgia's defense, but just one. And uh, give me, uh, give me thirty-eight, thirteen. Good. We're kind of all around it, but not really. Yeah. Wait, thirty-eight, thirteen is not a cover. It's not a cover. Okay. It's not a cover. Uh, that's a huge number. It's, it is. It's, 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 I, when I saw that number bust out uh, at the beginning of the week, I was like, oh, that seems like what, a really What UAB was like 23. Number. Yeah, 23. It closed at 26, I think. But still, um, that's a big number. I, if Georgia covers, okay, you know, good, good for those of you that's over. But um, I, I don't – I mean, I'll be honest. This is one of those games I don't want a one-point win. <laughs> I'll take it, but I don't want it because uh, I think there's a catharsis to be had – both for Will Muschamp and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> uh, I want that for him, mm-hmm. and and the other part he's is, growing on you. He is growing on me. Uh, the other part is that I don't still don't think Kirby's quite over 2019. I'm not, and I'm not. <laughs> not. I don't think Kirby is right. I think I think there is uh, there is a level of um, there's there's an education level there that he took away from that game, which is. Don't you two things? Don't fight a land war in Asia. And don't play South Carolina's game at home. And uh, I don't think they do. And I think they, I think they win big. I don't think they cover. But if they do, I'll be very happy. Should be a fun tailgate atmosphere. Yeah, I, feel I, think, like I think so. I, I, I think there'll be more people yeah. here for this game than there were last week. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, I'll be there either way at seven. So. Good time. All right, well, everyone. Well, uh, look at us being doing this indoors back in the old studio. 
I think it's raining. So it's I think been it's, raining hard earlier. It's a good, so, yeah. It was a good call yeah. by you two yeah. to say, let's go indoors. Yeah. And um, I just wish you should start raising some cicadas in here. That would be nice. Uh, all right. Well, be safe, everyone. And we'll see you out there. Uh, otherwise, until, uh, until uh, next week, uh, go dogs. Go dogs. Almost hit it. All right. Here we go. Oh, hold on. And thanks so much for listening. Oh, I got to turn it back up. Thanks so much for listening. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Tweet us on Twitter. Send us your comments on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at WSLS Podcasts. And, yeah, hope to see you on campus uh, this Saturday. We're back for two weeks in a row. We'll take a week off on being on campus, and then we'll be back for two games in October and then November. But uh, have a great rest of your week. And, as always, go dogs. Good job, boys. Long time. We paid the music Let's out. Do it live. This is going live tonight. That's why I did this. I don't care. That Thanks. was that was pretty cool. Actually, I I, I, I liked doing the live. It's a there's well, a challenge. I saw Vanderbilt's noon, right? I saw the. the it is noon. noon.